0: I'm recording. Me too. Hit us. Hit us. Uh! Hmm, hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to The Excellent Podcast. This is a show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host,
0: Josh, and with me today is... Your other co-host, Jason. Uh, Oh, so right now, if you're listening, like around the time we posted this, um, our anchor ad is no longer on the podcast. Um because last time I checked, Anchor.fm is actually no longer a thing. They rebranded. So what? It's called Spotify for Podcasters.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. So that's the first I'm hearing this. Yeah, and um yeah I, I'm having the app open right now. Anchor is now Spotify for podcasters, the all in one free platform with recording, editing, analytics, fan engagement monetization this this and that um -hmm. so it is the end of an era because when you open up our show you no longer hear today's episode is brought to you guys by anchor.fm that's so
1: weird (laughs) are we are we we gonna have to like redo that
0: we're gonna have to like re-record like or if there's even an option for um for a uh thing a new ad uh because we're so sponsored by them right yeah well I'm pretty sure they're not going to just leave all their uh, users in the dust and not be making any revenue now because I mm-hmm. see this I see this option to record a new ad in the app so we're going to have to do that. Yep. Um, I guess we're going to have to say today's episode is brought to you guys by Spotify for Podcasters. That does not sound right. But <laughs> we'll tweet. Well, we'll work on it. Um oh shit, we are celebrating on the Axelin podcast today because we have surpassed 10,000 total plays on the show.
1: 10,000? Dude, I mean, I'm pretty sure at least 25 of them is by me. And then I, a majority of them is by you as
0: well. Not not a majority, but uh, a, a good amount. <clears throat> well, I I listened to a the, good amount. I listened to the uh, show after I posted it just for proof listening. And then also if, uh, I don't know, memories or whatever. But I listened to our drunk ones. Yeah. I try to I try to forget Bet to be blonde. Please do not listen to that episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. I, don't, I See, don't think I've gotten to that one yet. Usually our episodes are like an hour 30 minutes, but that one is only like an hour long because I legit cut out so much because it was <laughs> shit. I don't think well, obviously I don't remember any of that episode, but still. <laughs> uh so what is going on today? It is it's Pi Day yes it, it is oh fuck i forgot uh i think 7 is doing a sale what? on um pizzas actually here why don't i call 7-eleven live on phone? Right <laughs> he's now? gonna call him because i heard that Seven Eleven is doing a sale where you could get a full pizza for three dollars and fourteen cents which is a really good deal so i'm gonna call to ask if they have the deal hey, and if they do gas station pizza well i uh One that costs three dollars and fourteen cents. Watch them not pick up. I'm gonna get some automated thing.
1: (laughs) I mean who really calls a gas station? True. Or not even a gas station, a convenience store.
0: I just want my pizza. Hi, uh I was wondering if you guys were doing a pizza sale for Pi Day where you get a full pizza for three dollars and fourteen cents. But with taxes it's going to be forty one six or Okay. Oh yeah, no worries. Uh thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye, bye Well, I know what where is. I'm going after this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you could do? Just get go to little Caesars, get a whole pie for five dollars. You know, I always shit on little Caesar's saying that it's like terrible pizza, but I'm, I'm the one that's about to go get a 7-Eleven pizza, so I can't talk.
1: Okay, but still, would you say that Little Caesar pizza and 7-Eleven pizza are both pretty good?
0: Uh, Well, I haven't had enough 7-Eleven pizza to know, but Little Caesars, okay. Uh, I remember we were saying that it gets the job done, and that's why it's not so good, but, like, I mean, if it's there, I'll obviously eat it. Nah, no, okay, so for
1: the audience we did i don't know how long ago but we did a pizza uh pizza <laughs> brand tier list and these motherfuckers said they put little Caesars on the, like close to the bottom we like, put it at tasting
0: you a wanted to, no you, you wanted to put it at like a or something like that yes it just was yes, so good it's good i mean it's uh, yeah cuz again you said it gets the job done and Ethan was like that's why it's fucking terrible you guys just have such high quality taste buds that you don't appreciate things that aren't that big priced. I will say, Little Caesars Pizza, it got us through the dirt like way back in the day. Exactly, and Little Caesars walked so like DiGiorno's and like all these other great pizza places could run. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, but no, you guys are so high class. They're like, oh, you don't appreciate. You guys don't appreciate the little shit that's da- that. That's convenient to other
0: people. You know, Little Caesars is that pizza where the, your elementary school teacher would hype up this pizza party for the whole year. And then they would <laughs> use it against you when the cl- class was getting rowdy. Being like, hey, if you guys keep talking like this, you're not getting that pizza party at the end of the year. And then <laughs> the pizza party true. came. And it was like these small-ass triangles that were like the size of a pencil. Oh, my God. And pe- I- What's up? I was gonna Cause... say I was gonna say Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I I don't know about that. I'll get to that. So, but a lot of people bring up the whole like uh oh you get like a smaller slice at those school lunch uh, school parties, and then people also brought up the point about how like oh we well, have to think like the teacher paid for those pizza like out of like their own pockets, and then. And then people respond to that being like, well, isn't Little Caesars like a $5 pizza? But not saying that I don't appreciate teachers because uh, they are very mm-hmm. important for today's youth. But exactly. um, I doubt that a $5 pizza, like a small-ass triangle, is worth having to behave all year round. Still, I know behave for your teachers, though, because they have it rough. What's up? I was going to
1: say, I I know a, f- a couple of... Uh couple of people that went to our school that we went to school with are now teachers
0: yeah i know people um who uh majored in education and stuff who, who are some people that you know
1: uh do you remember erica and vanessa <clears throat> are they both teachers i believe so and i think their oldest sister is also a teacher as well
0: oh they had a older yeah. sister
1: yeah I'm, i think she's in the united kingdom
0: Okay, um, didn't you have a crush on one of them? Erica? Erica. <laughs> well, see, the the thing is, for context, they're identical twins. If you had a crush on one of them, you might as <laughs> you probably had a crush on the other one. I appreciate both of them. If one, or if one of them, or even both of them, were to come
1: up to me and be like, hey, I had a crush on you back in the day, I would be like, you know what? Thank you, I
0: appreciate that. I did too. Nice. Very nice. I know that, uh, I think it's Vanessa, she's been dating <laughs> for like a long time oh my god oh is that what that who that guy is wait wait wait, wait. I, I think, yeah i don't know
1: yeah i'm trying to pick i'm trying to get like an image in my head about him because i remember
0: a I little used to, bit i used to be in boy scouts with him he used to we sat together in a spanish class and he would let me copy off all of his tests dude Just, shout, shout
1: out to all the guy or everyone who lets other people like copy off their
0: sheets and everything this man <clears> got <throat> me through Spanish class. And he is the reason why I got a 93 on the final. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what a guy. I uh, Dude, shout out to Logan Morrissey for letting me copy off his uh,
1: math uh, homework.
0: Yeah, shout out to um, Elijah Elijah Herrera, who we we used to help each oh, other. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember. Well, first of all, we were in Miss Hayden's class together. Um, mm. And we were also, I think we were in... We were in a lot of classes. We were in, like, Miss Petrus's math class. We were in Miss uh, Victoria's biology class. Uh, Um, Miss Victoria. We've talked about her before. So um, I remember one time uh elijah was sitting behind me and i was actually prepared for the test but he was not at all and mm-hmm. um we kind of like took shifts if like one person wasn't prepared the other person would help them and uh we like swapped back and forth and then elijah was like shoot hey uh, if you could keep the paper on the left side of your desk that'd be swell and i was like i got you <laughs> <bro."> <laughs> i remember miss victoria's class i got a dm biology uh yeah, I I think I uh, I talked about this before where I was eating popcorn in the back of class, <laughs> and um, she told me I was eating cat fumes, and I said, "Oh no, it's good. I'm Asian." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. That's funny. That was good. Damn. Uh, but yeah, um, I was gonna say, oh yeah, with the pizza. So, hmm. did you watch the new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem? Yes, I have. What are your thoughts? Honestly, I'm
1: surprised. I thought I wasn't gonna like it. Okay, so first off, Ralph sent me like teaser pictures for the title and everything. I'm like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Two days later, the trailer comes out. I'm like, holy shit, it's actually real.
0: Yeah, and I'm a huge. I'm in avid Turtle fan. If you follow us on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod, uh, we talked a little bit about it, and we said that we would be talking about it on the show, so here you go. Um, again, shout out to Bassam and Cranny, who are the co-hosts of Turtle PowerPod. Uh, if it wasn't for your show, uh, we would not have gotten the inspiration to make this show. Basically, they do the same thing that we do, but with mm-hmm. the original TMNT show. And we... When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, my childhood is coming back to me. And I already like it more than I do Rise of the TMNT. Because mm-hmm. uh, they've always said that Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is kind of like the Teen Titans Go of this franchise. Um, what What was the one previous to that one? It was the 2012 one. Yeah. Where it I heard that had, was pretty good. That was... That is one of my favorite adaptations of the Turtles, twenty twelve, where I had like the the three D animation and stuff. Yeah, um, I like I I like the direction they went with Rise of the TMNT, but in a mm-hmm. way they kind of took a step back. Well, first of all, they made it geared towards kids, and obviously, they um yeah. they took away Ralph's uh, or Ralph's. Uh, two side weapons and he's had this since the beginning so they replace it with ton which you can't really do that so i'm glad in this new trailer he has his two side back the rightful weapon that he always will have so
1: after that trailer i think last night or two nights ago i was thinking about re-watching have you ever seen the three live action tmnt movies the, the ones that came out in like in the 90s
0: uh yeah like secret of the ooze and all those um it's been ages since i've seen those yeah hold on i have the dvds behind me oh yeah
1: it's oh my god teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage mutant ninja turtles 2
0: they made a team nt3 which i don't think a lot of people have seen um i know depressing the only other live action they did was the michael bay movies okay yeah no that one we don't talk about as much well he, unpopular opinion well actually the first one was pretty trash the second sure. one was way better though i liked it it it, mm. it had it had some slow parts of course the writing could have been better um mm-hmm. see my gripe with the first movie is that it wasn't even a turtle movie it was an april movie
1: <laughs> they wanted but, megan fox to be the, they should have just named it april o'neill
0: yeah but the second movie it, it was better um And it kind of had a lot of fan service in that one. But uh, people like to shit on the the live-action design, saying that they look like ogres. Which, like, I understand. But at the same time, like, it's, like, it's realistic. You know, they're Mm -hmm. life-size turtles. Or, I mean, not life-size, big turtles. They kind of have to look like that. But I see why people say that. You know what? I'll bite the bullet and I'll try to watch those two.
1: You know, uh, wait, wait. Do we know when the that of movie comes out? Um, I think August. Okay, I have time to rewatch. It's technically six, uh, TMNT movies because I'm counting the the three D the three D one with the stone with the stone people.
0: Hmm. Yes. Um. I I'm also glad with this new movie that. The turtles are actually being voiced by real life teenagers, which is the first time they've ever done that in TMNT history. Really? Yeah. Um, it's always been voiced by like like young adults or adults that have like teenage sounding voices. Um, mm. and you mm. could tell just from the trailer that like their the turtles' body language and like how they like talk and interact with each other, It's they actually seem like kids. And I know that Seth Rogen, uh, the one who's directing and producing it, he said that he prioritized the turtles just being teenagers um you know they my original thought was they look a little too young for me they look like tweens but mm-hmm. that only sets it up for like their character development development and maturity in possible future movies you know
1: mhm what well, okay so this is a tiny little gripe i have about uh ever i don't know since when but uh, I think since the... When did the other live-action TMNT come out? The first one? Like 2012 or something?
0: Um, or 2013? The, wait, the Michael Bay ones? Yeah, the, the Michael Bay ones. Uh, the, the first Michael Bay one came out in 2014, and then the second okay. was 2016. Okay, yeah.
1: Why, you I don't necessarily like the design of Donnie every single time. They always have to put glasses on him to to say he's a nerd. Or he's the Um, smart one.
0: I didn't mind it. Um, I I feel like it kind of... I would rather have that over them all looking the same, you know? True, but... I I, I was going to say that I do like how Donnie has a tech backpack. uh, That one makes sense. Yeah, and he has a bunch of technology on him. I think it makes him look cool because Donnie is one of my favorites.
1: Same. I mean, no, Michelangelo. But um, no, I'm just saying I don't mind it as much. At the same time, you don't need to like have him fully. He can wear the specs, like in the like in the TMNT uh, animated one, the Nickelodeon one. He didn't wear glasses, and I could definitely tell that he was a smart one just by the way he talked, by his personality
0: and all that. Mm-hmm. So I, I uh, twenty twelve Donnie is like one of my favorites because like he's like sarcastic. Okay with it and i like his voice actor uh actually fun fact the uh, voice it's rob paulson the Ooh. voice actor who voiced donnie in 2012 is the original 1987 voice actor for Raphael. really yeah so he uh he reprised his uh tmnt career and uh just went to another brother Hmm. he, cha- he changed he exchanged his red color to purple so yeah but I, I agree with you, Mikey and Donnie are like my top two. I I'm, I always have trouble deciding between the two. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I love those guys. Uh, one more thing. the Oscars. Yes, so yeah, we' we'll, we'll we'll give a quick review of the Oscars and then we'll get into the episode. So um, like I said it is March 14th. 2023 and the Oscars were this past Saturday today's Tuesday. And, um, oh it is Tuesday yeah well, what are your thoughts wow Asians oh my gosh Asians dominated the Oscars this year everything everywhere all at once won seven awards best picture best actress best uh, supporting actor like at all these things oh my gosh
1: you know it's you know uh horrible I'm probably gonna get some I'm probably gonna get like lasers pointed at my face right now I have, haven't seen it yet
0: Um, so I, I'm very glad that, uh, Asians and this movie won all these awards, but everything, everywhere, all at once was not my favorite movie of the Oscars. What was your favorite movie of the Oscars, Jason? Uh, there were two. The first one was Elvis. And Uh, yeah, the second one was the Banshees of Ensuring. Haven't seen Uh, either of them. Oh, okay. You at least need to see Elvis. That was a good movie. My dad watched Elvis, he liked it a lot. I saw it for my birthday because it came out this uh past summer. Oh yeah. Um was it? I want to watch The Whale. Uh yes because uh that Hello was to Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I was really rooting for Austin Butler to to win best actor, but um mm-hmm. so that that makes me curious on uh, what The Whale is about. It's very
1: I, I heard it's very emotional. Hmm. Oh, oh fuck. Sadie Sadie Sink who plays yeah. What's Her Ma- Face in Max. Stranger Things? Max. Sorry. I, I forgot. It's and, and I forget they're
0: having a like a part two this year? First uh First uh, for Stranger Things. Oh yeah, uh Stranger Things announced like they're gonna be there's gonna be some Netflix special. I think it's gonna be like a like an adapted play or something. I don't know. Ooh.
1: Speaking oh. of plays, okay, our our high school has a musical.
0: Yes, uh, and
1: guess what it is. I you know. I know what it
0: is. What it is. Uh, CJ's little sister is uh, in it. She's one of the three little pigs.
1: Are you gonna go and watch it? I I am gonna go and watch it.
0: It is okay. Shrek. Good. It's Shrek the Musical.
1: Okay, I, I was worried because like I wanted to. A- I was waiting to ask
0: you <laughs> because I want to go too um i i think i'm not sure what date we're going Uh, we're all going as a family okay um i i barely know anyone in that musical yeah the only person that i know is cj's little sister because when Mm -hmm. we were seniors the freshmen that were there when we were seniors are like long and graduated so yeah uh, yeah i i also know a couple of members in the in the pit in the orchestra Mm-hmm. But it should be a pretty good show. I, I love Shrek the Musical. You'd be surprised the Shrek musical soundtrack slaps.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, we'll talk about that more later because, or we'll coordinate when, uh, you guys are gonna go because I I'm, I I want to tag along. Yeah, for sure. I want to go alone. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you know. Thanks, man. So moving on, after twenty-one minutes of just talking about outside stuff, we are finally gonna get into the episode. Uh, we are watching season three,
0: episode fourteen. Think positive. Think positive. This episode came out in on January thirtieth, twenty twelve. Damn, over ten years ago. Over ten years ago. So, wait, wait. Actually, let me ask you. What,
1: what, what do you remember from this? Right uh, I just off, right off the bat.
0: I just remember uh, Benson going nuts in this episode, and which is mm-hmm. something that we're going to see. It's very interesting.
1: I remember watching the episode, but not knowing the title. Mm, yeah.
0: With most things. Regular show, season three, episode 14, Think Positive. Created by J.G. Quintel, supervising producer. Mike Roth. We open up with Pops running around the park chasing a butterfly trying to trap it inside of a glass jar. He's laughing having a good time and he's kind of following it around but he can't quite catch it. The butterfly perches on a leaf on a bush and then Pops sneaks behind it and just as he's about to trap it Benson scares it off by yelling We look over as the butterfly flies away. Benson is yelling at Mordecai and Rigby, who are, uh, it looks like that they were tasked with like trimming bushes with a chainsaw. And then Benson's like yelling at them, saying like, no, that's not the way you do it. Mordecai says, "Whoa, this way is totally faster. Rigby says, yeah, it cuts the time in half. Benson says, yeah, but you're actually cutting it in half, you idiots. Oh, and great. You managed to break the saw in the process, and now we're going to have to buy a new one. We clock wipe to another scene. So the beginning of this episode is a little montage of different like instances throughout the day. Uh, they're at the park rose garden and Pops is drawing a rose that he uh, sees in front of him. And right as he's about to finish, Benson comes out of nowhere and starts yelling at Mordecai and Rigby again, messing up Pops' drawing, making him like draw a line through it. Benson says, what are you guys doing? Soda? You can't use soda to water the roses. Mordecai says, yeah, but the hose. And then Benson says, oh, what? You're just too lazy and it's too hard to get it out of the shed? Unbelievable. And then Rigby kind of says, well, at least it's diet because no one drinks that. Benson says, I drink diet. Not only did you guys ruin the hose, but and then we kind of like trail off and Pops is mad. Uh... Pops is finally inside of his office, a room that we don't really see a lot. And it looks like that he's kind of playing with uh, this little war, civil war diorama with like little figures and stuff. And Pops is talking to himself uh, as the toys being like, okay, men, this is the hour of our prominence charge. And then he kind of makes the two uh, general horses like go to him. And then right as he's about to make them attack, he hears Benson from outside the window again, and then Pops kind of like leans back in his chair all angry. Benson says, you gotta be kidding me. Give me that. Uh, It looks like Mordecai and Rigby were tasked with cleaning the cart, or like making it shine or waxing it. But Benson realizes, what are you using to wax it, sandpaper? He looks at the cart and says, you're scratching up the whole thing. Then all of a sudden, they get interrupted by Pops. What does he say? uh, Bet our... Pops
1: yells from the house's upstairs window where his office is. Uh, Pops calls out to Benson if he could come up to his office for a moment, please. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby are also there. They hear it. They turn to Benson and they both go, ooh. But the subtitles
0: say, oh.
1: So, um,
0: yeah, so I... I did not clock that. I I, I don't think that Because um, usually when they say oh they do it in like a like a positive tone, but this is more of like a oh what'd you just do? So
1: Yeah. I wrote in my notes that if it counted or not. I don't I don't think uh, it Probably should not. no. <clears throat> so Mordecai and Rigby kind of tease Benson saying, Ooh, somebody's busted. Uh Benson kind of walks off telling both of them to grow up. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby start going into this little uh, song and dance saying, Busted Benson's busted. <laughs> and then <clears throat> we cut to Benson walking to Pops's office, asking Pops why he was called called into his office since he was in the middle of yelling at Mordecai and Rigby. Pops tells Benson to have a seat. Benson does. Uh, he does in, in a side matter, like, okay, let's get this over with. Uh first, Pops asked Benson why he was or if he knows why he was called into his office. Benson says that, that he lose the colonel again, and he tells Pops to check under his hat. Then we have this little quick shot of Pops looking under his hat to see that indeed the colonel is under his hat. Uh-huh. So then <clears throat> He puts his hat back down and he tosses all the toy soldiers into this top drawer to clean it off. Uh, Pops then tells Benson that it's a problem concerning Mordecai and Rigby. Benson agrees, saying absolutely. I've already warned them one more more scrub and they're both fired. Pops then realizes that they're not exactly on the same page. So he says, but Benson, I was referring to you. This shocks Benson, into him saying what? Pops then goes on to explain that I that he'd liked it like Benson to stop yelling at
0: Mordecai and Rigby. I just made the quick note. This is hmm. like an interesting sequence and like an interesting episode all around mm-hmm. because this is the first time that we've seen Pops acting like an actual manager and the owner of the park yeah and benson's usually the top guy who's in charge you know yelling at mordecai rigby managing people but Mm -hmm. technically like uh pops is about to say uh pops is actually the top manager and he wears the pants in the park um but we wouldn't be able to tell that because pops is pops so Uh, pops just runs around catching butterflies and drawing roses yeah, so we shall see how Benson can handle being told around. <clears throat> uh, like Josh said, Pops orders him, i like you to stop yelling at Mordecai and Rigby. Benson doesn't believe it. He's like, you're kidding. Pops says, quite the opposite. And he says that it's too negative and it's bad for Park morale. And Benson's all like, what morale? Because those slackers will never do anything unless if you yell at them. And then Pops says that there's never a reason to yell at anyone and then benson says well they give me they give me a million reasons every day you just want me to be nice to them pop says that you don't have to be nice just don't yell benson kind of face palms and he says like oh, listen pops i appreciate the concern but i know how to do my job pops says benson i think it's clear that my father puts me in charge of running the park when he's not around right and then benson says yes but Pops cuts him off saying, and that means you must do what I say. But Benson tries to talk. He's like, technically, but he gets cut off by Pops saying, and I'm ordering you to stop yelling at Mordecai and Rigby. Then he says, understood. Benson kind of stares at him, and he said, understood. So um, he goes outside after Pops tells him off. To find Mordecai and Rigby still not cleaning the the cart, Rigby says, So, what did Pops want? Benson says, You guys are still not... But then he realizes, Oh, I can't yell at these guys. He restarts saying, You guys are still not done. And he's kind of like clenching his fists in anger. Mordecai says, What? You told us to take it nice and easy. Rigby says, Yeah, I get it now. It takes time to do things right. If you rush, you make mistakes, Mordecai says, and then Benson's all like, that's not the point I was trying to mark." Mordecai says, then we started thinking, why clean something anyways? Dirt is a natural thing. It's like a part of life, you know? Uh, Mordecai's, or, who the hell are we talking about? Benson is starting to get mm-hmm. mad. Rigby says, yeah, and like, what is a hose? And then they start to go back and forth saying, hose, hose, hose hose Um, and then benson's getting even more mad he's turning red and shaking and then frigby says yeah and then if you turn the hose on and then accidentally sprays benson in the face which makes benson yell at them saying get out of my sight uh i wrote down that this hose thing is an adult joke
1: i also wrote it down as
0: an adult joke (laughs) because you will always see this in adult Joke montages, montages of regular show. It's
1: weird how they're in the English dictionary. Certain things sound alike, but they're spelled differently.
0: Yeah, true. Like uh, those. I've, I've always said that English is the hardest language to learn.
1: I, I always thought it was just uh, Japanese or any foreign language, or at least maybe maybe to write actually.
0: Well, because uh. Think there are so many like homo- homonyms, homophones, homophobes. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? what is that word where um a a word is spelt differently but it like sounds the same? Like Um If I need to uh I need to thoroughly get this thought through, you know, so, so it's 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 hard, you know. There and there. There and there. There, there uh, and there.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, what, what in, what word in the dictionary is always spelled incorrectly? Incorrectly. Yeah. Uh. All right. That, I saw that once. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I felt and I felt smart that day.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <clears throat> so Benson yells at Mordecai and Rigby and turns away. It turns around to see pops. Standing there telling Benson what what did he or what did they just discuss? Benson kind of explains or tries to explain himself saying like, yeah, but come on, Pops. They were totally. But then Pops interrupts him, saying, Benson, I'm serious about this issue. Now, if you yell at them again, I'm going to have to write you up. Benson starts rubbing his eyeballs in frustration, saying, Argh. OK, OK, I'll try to get it under control. We then clock wipe to Benson in the computer room, which we don't really see too often. Benson is on the keyboard clickety clacking at the keyboard (laughs) looking up some free anger management tips. He goes over to search and there's a little list titled free tips, it's a Q and A. The first question is how can I control my anger? Uh, the answer to that is recite a personal on- mantra like Om. Uh, Benson repeats the the answer recite a personal mantra. Om? What does that even mean? Next, tries to search for another thing, and then a video pops up with uh, a guy saying, Hello, hello, friend. I'm Fitch Munderson. Then a dog comes into frame barking. Uh, the guy kneels down to go pet the dogs. And says hey and this is kimmy benson is just watching this video questioning where it where it's going so he skips over towards the this is an issue i have with videos like this because it doesn't make sense so he uh slides the the video bar all the way to the end which Mm -hmm. cartoon logics whatever uh so the guy fitch says we have a surefire way to help you control your anger for only $60. Which then kind of turns off Benson,
0: saying nope, and then clicks off. I hate those kind of uh, videos where it's just like... so. an ad revenue. <laughs> Benson s- scrolled through the entire video only to find out this whole thing was a stupid ad. And of course, it, he only mentioned that at the end of the video so he could get that watch time in. Oh, yeah tiktok does that way too much being like like for part two and it was like a 10 second video like really come on
1: i you know i've been a victim of doing that too not like the whole like watch part two or whatever but i've been scammed into look going onto their page and then seeing that 10 second video like dude i just wasted 10 seconds of my life
0: i'm on I, my back i've there's there was this one tiktok series where these guys found like a rock on the side of a cliff over a lake and they yeah. made this whole series of them uh like digging around the dirt around the rock making it fall being like oh if you guys like like this video and follow us we could get like better tools to make it fall and stuff and they milked that thing for like over a year and oh my god and each video was like like two minutes long and then all the comments were being like hey so i i I've been watching this series, like, are you guys gonna make the rock fall, or, or not? And then, <laughs> eventually, the comments, like, revolted, saying, like, hey, we're all gonna fall uh, unfollow you, and you, we're giving you until June 10th, or whatever. And the comments flooded it, being like, hey, here's your due date, or else we're we're leaving this stupid channel. And then, eventually, they, the creators caught wind of this, being like, oh, shit, we gotta do something. Because they, they knew exactly what the hell they were doing. Like, shut up. Yep. And, mm-hmm. um, they, they actually made the rock fall and it was the most anticlimactic thing ever you ever just
1: uh take that stone you see in a river or a lake and just kind of skip do you remember how to skip rocks I love skipping rocks I, f-
0: I don't I feel like I feel like I don't see that anymore I remember I think it was uh like One of the first months of senior year of high school, uh, one of my cousins was getting married and uh, it was out in Ottawa, Ottawa, Illinois. And my family rented an Airbnb that was out there. And I saw all my cousins uh, that I don't get to see a lot, like from Virginia and stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. it was it was actually a lake house. And we spent hours behind the house just skipping rocks. And I thought that a rock had to be well, first of all, it has to be flat on both sides for you to skip it. And mm-hmm. in our luck, every single rock out there was that that shape. And I thought that a rock, a skipping rock, had to be, like, little, like, pebble-sized in order for you to mm-hmm. skip it. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I was skipping rocks as big as, like, dinner plates. Hmm. And I, I I got, like, nine skips out of it. Oh, how do you get nine skips out of it? You know what, one I day. Don't know. <laughs>
1: One day, we'll we'll find a lake, and if there's like a plate-sized rock, I want you to try to recreate it.
0: Yeah, they always say how to entertain a boy or a man for like hours: just give them a, a lake, <laughs> lake and a bunch of rocks. <laughs> actually, that's it's weird, because I've, I've
1: seen or not, I've seen. I've I think there are girls out there who
0: who believe that it's really easy to please a man. It is. We we are simple creatures. Like, we like are and simple give, creatures. give us a lake and a rock, or give us like a, a, a an empty two liter water bottle. And we'll just like bump it on our heads. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I saw this one thing where my uh, this guy says like, "Oh, my girlfriend asked if there was any uh like football games on," and uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah," so he put it on. And then she went to the other room. Uh, she said that she was gonna go do something. And then like two hours later he was like, what's my girlfriend doing? And he went into the room to find her sleeping and then realized oh my, God. my girlfriend turned on sports for me to keep me occupied like a toddler while she took a nap. It's kind of funny. It is very funny. But yes, we are simple creatures. Like two men can just, two grown ass men could sit down for hours and just talk about regular show.
1: That's true. You
0: know? Oh my God. Yeah. I
1: know it's not really snowing anymore, or barely any, Uh, but when it did,
0: you ever just, like, break ice and kind of just toss it down the street? Oh, yes. There was a TikTok trend being, like, for my male audience, and of them oh. just dropping, like, icicles or, like, melted ice plates. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so, so satisfying. satisfying. Yes, see? Um, so those are the things that make you feel happy, but unfortunately, Benson can't relate right now because... uh. He continues his search for anger management tips, and he tries to click to the next screen, but the computer is taking a long time to load. He, keeps go- he tries to go back and close the page, and then the it's not responding. He gets mad and starts to, like spam the mouse, being like, "Oh, come on, close."." Ugh. But then he stops himself and he says the mantra, "Om, om, om." ohm.", huh. that actually worked. And then, so he he's kind of like proud of himself, and then he walks out uh, the door back downstairs uh, to find the the park the parkhouse living room just being completely like obliterated, like a mess, like books and like uh, picture frames are off the wall, and he he looks to see Mordecai and Rigby like rifling through everything. Mordecai says, "Hey Benson, uh, have you seen the keys to the cart? We can't find them." Benson kind of just. Says om 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 to himself, trying to keep it cool. Rigby says like, yeah, they're nowhere to be found. He's looking inside of a vase, but then accidentally drops it, breaking it. This makes Benson even more mad, saying om om om. They look out the window to see two kids who have stolen the cart and driven away. Uh, Mordecai says, up, oh, never mind. I think I know where the keys are. This is this is Benson's breaking point. He gets red and says, rah. And then this scares Mordecai and Rigby, they run out of the room. Pops appears out of nowhere, saying, Benson, I warned you. And so he starts filling out something on a clipboard. Benson says, Pops, you're writing me up. Pops gives him a a sheet saying, you know what happens next, don't you? And then Benson says, oh, of course. You give me a verbal warning. Here's the write up. And next I'm fired. But Pops, you wouldn't actually fire me. Pops says, I'll do what I must. Benson says, what? Pops, you can't take this job away from me. It's all I have. And then Pops says, I'm sorry, Benson. If you yell at Mordecai and Rigby again, I'll be forced to fire you. Uh, Pops walks out of the room and Benson gets very angry and starts stomping his feet and jumping up and down. Uh, I wrote that I kind of have to agree that Benson needs to take a chill pill because this man is a grown ass park manager and he's stomping his feet like a toddler. But, I mean, when you're when your
1: job is on the line, you'd kind of be frustrated. too. But actually, no, no, no. no now that I think about it, it is his own fault. Never
0: mind. It is. But um, um as he's raging, Skips walks in the room. And th- this part is funny because he's all like, geez, Benson, maybe you should count to 10. And then Benson kind of goes like Argh! to him <laughs> and then Skips without another word. Be like, oh, you better make it 100. I wrote down that this is funny because. Skip's just got here. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. So for all he knows, Benson got angry and just obliterated this entire room. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so then we
1: fade over to Benson or Benson starts counting 1 2 and then we fade to Benson uh walking outside in the park. He's still counting 7 8 Then we go fade another time. He's on 75 now, uh, 75, 76. And while he's walking, we see a trail of pink paint on the ground. Uh, Benson looks up to see Mordecai and Rigby uh, covered in pink paint. They're laughing. Mordecai notices Benson saying, oh, hey, Benson, what's up? We're finally painting the shed. As Mordecai says this, Rigby slams his body onto the shed. They're still laughing. Uh, Mordecai tries to give it a shot, but instead of hitting the wall and falling down, he breaks right through the shed.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: <laughs> and then this angers Benson even further, and he gives a little. He goes, Arr! and then he's still, but keeping his cool, he covers his. Or I was gonna say, covers his ears now. I don't even know if he has ears. Hmm. Benson puts his hands on his head, continuing to count 78, 79, 80, 81. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby uh, notice Benson counting. Rigby goes up to Mordecai and asks, dude, what's he doing? Mordecai uh, responds with, I don't know, but what do you think he'll do when he gets to 100? So then (laughs) Mordecai and Rigby uh, count with Benson. They all say 88, 89, 90. And then Benson (laughs) stops counting just to get more frustrated and looks at Mordecai and Rigby. Mordecai and Rigby are still counting 91, 92, 93. Uh, Benson is about to explode. He has his finger point up into the air almost to yell at him. But he closes his mouth because he knows the consequences and starts getting even more and more red. He's very frustrated, so then he just bolts off while Mordecai and Rigby are still counting 97, 98, 99 and I'm kind of bummed out that they didn't get to 100 but yeah. <clears throat> So then Benson goes over to a bookstore he finds the Dr. Kimmy book that he saw at the at in the computer room he slams the slams the book onto the counter you can see and he leaves like a slight little fiery print. But it goes away uh, Benson is sizzling with you can hear little sizzle noises Benson is huffing and puffing really really uh, not loudly but angrily uh, the count the cashier just kind of scans the thing or looks at Benson scans it. Benson walks off, walks back to his apartment still breathing heavily and uh, being very angry. he goes inside of his apartment slams the door. And puts a cassette tape of the Doctor Kimmy book in his Walkman. I'm assuming
0: he's wearing it. Yeah, is a that, that is a Walkman. Um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I am too young to have ever used a Walkman, but um, I feel like a lot of kids know what they are. Uh, Peter Quill uses one.
1: Peter, he uses a Zune now. Really? Yeah, you use. I think a Zune or yeah, no, it is a Zune. I was gonna say like. Fuck, wait. What was the what was the other one? Now you got me in this uh mindset where of different there's a, there was an
0: iPod and iPod shop. They don't even make those anymore. It's been so long since I've seen Guardians. I'm excited for the third one. I'm also excited. I tried getting
1: my dad cuz the when is Guardians 3 come out? May like fifth? Ah, something like that. Yeah, so I try I wanted that's during the week of my dad's birthday, and I wanted to take him out to see that movie, but he's like, "Oh no, I I've seen Guardian. He's very Filipino. He's he's like, Oh no, I I don't need to see Guardians three. I already know the story and all that." I'm like, "Dad, it's, no, it's, you it's don't. The <laughs> it's the third. I just like ever like, man, it's the third movie. You need you could watch. He's like, Oh no, just wait till it goes onto like Disney Plus or whatever. I'm like, I'm the one paying for it. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah." it's your birthday, let me take care of it. He's like, oh no, I want to do something more interesting. I'm like,
0: whatever. That's funny. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Benson is now listening to uh, Dr. Kimi on his Walkman. Um, And the lesson starts, and Benson's kind of sitting in his recliner with his eyes closed, kind of meditating with his headphones on. Uh, Dr. Kimi starts the audiobook saying like, the key to managing your anger is control. For example, one should never yell even if it's to pass the salt. Uh, I guess Benson, this kind of triggers Benson because he opens his eyes all wide and gets a flashback sequence. To Benson, when he was a little kid, uh, we cut to what, it, what seems to be Benson's childhood home, and him and his family are eating at the dinner table. There's a dad, mom, and a, a Benson's sister there. They're all eating spaghetti together, and everyone is yelling at each other except Benson. He looks so innocent. Um, and this is very interesting because this is kind of like a backstory to Benson on why he's angry. Um, they're all yelling at each other, and they're, Benson's just kind of like witnessing this whole thing happen. He tries to chime in, being like, uh, pass the salt, please. And then Benson's dad says, quiet, Benson has something to say. And then Benson tries to say it again. He's like, um, pass this. But then his dad cuts him off being like, look here, son. You're never going to get anything in this life if you don't yell for it. So then Benson caves. He's like, pass, pass the salt. And then all of a sudden, as Benson's dad is sliding him the salt, being like, boy," a giant pops comes out of nowhere and rips the roof off. And because this is like a fantasy sequence, the regular show space background is in the back. Pops uh, tumbles through the house all giant being like Benson you're fired and then Benson's all like no so uh, Benson cuts back to reality in real time and he rips off his Walkman throws it on the ground and starts to stomp on it and then we get this little uh, short sequence of him tearing up his entire apartment he picks up the walkman and throws it at this picture frame he has on the wall he flips his uh his little footrest he he kind of like dives his feet into the tv breaking in then we get uh an outside shot of his apartment but we could still hear him breaking shit inside then all of a sudden we see his recliner being thrown out of the window (laughs) and threw it out the window in anger. Um, he is at his bathroom mirror looking at himself. He's red. He's taking deep breaths, being like, ah, keep it together, Benson. You still got a whole day of work left. So what happens next? So with Clockwipe, back to Benson
1: at the park, he's still huffing and puffing. He's, his body is more red than ever. Uh, we, we get this little... POV shot of him walking through the park. A guy comes up to him and asks, Hey, buddy, are you okay? But Benson kind of shoves him away saying, Fine, fine. We see like out of this POV, he's all sweaty or he's sweating. He's red. We see little steam lines over his head. And then as he's walking, we hear and see the cart zoom past Benson, almost hitting him. And it's more to kind Rigby driving the cart uh, I guess they're trying to make a world record for the fastest time in a cart. Uh, Mordecai is driving blindfolded and Rigby is holding a stopwatch saying almost a record until they hit a tree crashing the cart. Uh, they both get out in agony saying, oh, not quite the record. The car is, ver- is very totaled. They got up, dusting themselves off. They walk two, two feet over. They see Benson kind of hunched over, um, huffing very angrily at them. Mordecai and Rigby look at him. Mordecai gasps and says like, oh, Benson, um, look, look, we're sorry, man. But Benson isn't saying anything until he says like, no, like under his breath. Uh, Rigby... Is prepared. He's like, oh, man, here it comes. But Benson still kind of m- mutters uh, his words. He says, I'm not gonna yell. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby are kind of relieved at this. They look at each other. Mordecai says, aw, yeah. Rigby agrees, saying, sweet. Benson, again to himself, says, I'm not gonna yell. But then uh, we get this really nice shot of going inside of Benson's I guess head where we see yeah. the the gumballs inside of him kind of uh, rise up glowing a little bit more bright orange. They start rattling they start sizzling until they turn into
0: fireballs. So I like this little uh, this little uh, part here because it's a good way uh, for the creators and animators to kind of like show Benson's emotions right now. Yeah. Um, Because you, you think to yourself, like what is going on inside that person's head? And then this, (laughs) this is literally what's going on. Benson's gumballs are on fire right now uh, because everyone, everyone experiences anger. It's just a natural emotion and everyone has their breaking point. (laughs) I, a quick story. I was, do you remember, uh, oh, I don't even remember her name, but it was sophomore year in our Spanish class. Okay. Well, do you remember her name or, or, or ma- our our my Yes. Oh, Miss Butrin? It was Miss Butrin, it's... yeah. Senora Butrin. It, she said, it, that sounds like the right name. I remember, uh, my mom, like, years later, she asked me, like, how, oh, oh. Did you like your Spanish teacher? And then I told her I was like, "Oh yeah, Miss butrin She was she was good in the first semester, but then she turned into a puta." <laughs> and, part of uh, yes, looking back in it, it definitely was our fault because you and I just screwed around that entire class. That is um, true. It is a it is a very uh, fun time when you have your best friend in class and you're just like messing around, and then the teacher yells at you and. <laughs> I was, I was reading my old journal, and oh, I guess God. I I wrote about this one time where I guess I got in trouble with the teacher, and then she told me, being like, Jason, you need to stay after class. We will talk. And then I wrote my journal, being like, so what did I do after class? I left like a boss. Oh, <laughs> Dude, oh my God. I,
1: I, I want to, like, try to find my those journals again and then just read them <laughs> out for a video.
0: That is a really, like, good series. That would be. And, I mean, that that's basically a huge part of our show. Like, we're not actually actually reading out of her journal, but, you know, sharing different memories and stuff. Uh, good but, times. Uh, very good times. So, um, we see what's going on with Benson. Uh, his... A couple of gumballs are like on fire, but then all of them burst into flames. And then the ones there's four gumballs inside of them that are floating, and then they start to like spin around, chasing each other on fire. Benson starts to glow red and yellow, and then there's like this like sort of like this aura all around him, and he's glowing. Mordecai says, "Benson, are you okay?" But then Benson explodes. And he rises up into the air. He he looks like he's about to go, like, Super Saiyan. And <laughs> he kind of makes a crater underneath him. And there's, like, dirt patches and trees being, like, sucked out of the park and up towards Benson. Anything that gets remotely close to Benson, get, like, it explodes and it disintegrates. The cart that is cr- still crashed go- flies up to Benson and that disappears and crashes into a million pieces. And then throughout all of this, uh, Skips and Pops drive up in the in another cart. And then Skips is like, what happened? Mordecai says, I don't know. Benson saw us crash the cart. Instead of laying on us, he said he wasn't going to yell. And then Rigby says, then after he turned into that, Skips puts it together. He's like, he's holding all of his anger in. Mordecai's like, why would he do that? And Pops steps up and he says, it's because of me. They turn around and are like, what? Pops says, I told him that if he didn't stop yelling at you two, then I would fire him. Skips says, Pops, you can't do that. Pops is like, well, I am technically his boss. Then Skips says, well, Pops, you can't make him bottle up his anger like that, because look what's happening. And then Skips turns to Mordor and Riggs saying, you got to get him to yell at you guys. And then Mordecai says, hmm, not a problem. So they go up to Benson, and then they start to roast the shit out of him being like, hey, Benson, you're a sorry excuse of a manager. Yeah, you na- you nasal-voiced lo- loser loner. Go back to night school and learn how to have a personality. And then Rigby says, guess what, Benson? We're the ones who k- keep sending pizzas to your apartment, and we're the ones who switch the detergent with coffee. This only makes Benson more mad. The glow around him gets bigger, and as well as the craters. Mordecai says, dude, it's just making it worse. Pops, you have to tell Benson it's okay to yell at us. Pops says, I can't. There's never a reason to yell at people. And then Mordecai says, Pops, dude, look around. The park is disintegrating and Benson is going to explode. And then all of a sudden we see Muscle Man in his trailer flying through the air and he's about to get obliterated by Benson. Muscle Man's all like, because <laughs> he's about to die. <laughs> Mordecai says, Pops, do something. Pops finally folds. He goes up to Benson and says, Benson, I need you to yell at Mordecai and Rigby. Benson says in his fiery madness, but if I yell, you'll fire me. Pops says, forget what I said, Benson. If you don't yell at Mordecai and Rigby right now, you're fired. Which is the first time we've heard someone other than Benson say that. Um, Benson finally lets it all out he like has veins popping out of his forehead he has his eyes shut all tight all tight and then he opens his eyes he leans back hunches his back and then yells all at him and there's this huge like beam of yellow fire that is coming out of Benson's mouth and he has his hands behind him with fists and he lays it on Mordecai and Rigby he's like Dah! and like I'm gonna say this as best as I can but you need to like listen to it yourself um, it hits Morticon and Rigby, they're floating in the air, and Benson says, You lazy, no-good slackers drive me crazy, can't you just listen to me for once in your worthless lives? Because if you did, you'd see I'm trying to teach you some simple instructions and responsibility and some pride in doing a job well done. But you wouldn't know a job well done if you paid someone to do it for you, and even then you'd screwed it up all on the account that you can't even follow the simplest instructions, worrying more about looking cool than doing your job! And then... He explodes. The entire park gets covered in like a big, like kind of nuclear mushroom cloud type thing. And then we see the sun and everything is all clear. There is a big crater in the ground that is covered up by smoke and the park is disintegrated. Yeah, the trees are all bent. Everyone's lying there. What happens when they wake up? So they all get up.
1: Benson gets up. Pops runs over to Benson asking him if he's alright. Benson responds with yeah, I'm fine. And then tells Pops, sorry, things got so out of control, Pops. But Pops fesses up and says, like, no, it was my mistake. From now on, I'll leave managing. I'll leave park managing to the park manager, which is pretty nice for him to say. Yeah. They shake hands, Pops. Then continues on saying, "I though I do wish you wouldn't yell at Mordecai and Rigby so much. Then Benson kind of agrees and says like, yeah, let me give it a shot. So they wa- all three of them, Pops Benson skips, walk over to the crater where Mordecai and Rigby are laying down in there. Uh, Benson leans over to the hole and says like, hey, Mordecai and Rigby. And we see both of them just lying there, eyes wide open. They can't even move. Uh, Mordecai gives a little cough like, (coughs) uh, Benson then says, in a calm voice, clean up this mess or you're fired. And then all three of them laugh laugh it off. But then we go over to Mordecai and Rigby's point of view. And it's just high pitched ringing for the both of them. Uh, They can see him, but they can't hear him. Mordecai says, what? What are they laughing at? Rigby looks over to Mordecai and says, what? Because his uh, hearing is also damaged. They're gone. <laughs> they are gone. And th- we cut the black. thus ending the episode. Ooh, wow, that was a doozy. I feel like, I feel like this is a perfect representation of how everyone who bottles up their anger lets it out.
0: I mean, yeah, I... I myself do things to control my anger everyone like has to know a little bit of like anger management um some people's are worse than i know others. who doesn't uh yeah yeah
1: totally yeah, i'll fucking call him out i'll fucking call him out right now my stupid ass roommate uh, <laughs> i'm not gonna listen to this
0: yeah that that's true but for me i i just try my best to not let things annoy me or i just don't let myself react um, mm-hmm. It is hard sometimes because everyone. Uh, it's it's healthy to like let it out. Yeah, because uh, people say like, "Oh, you shouldn't like lash out on people. You shouldn't like do this and that." But at the same time, there are moments where like it's it's what you need to do uh, in yeah. order to like let yourself feel some like emotions, I guess. Because like it's kind of similar to how I hate when people be like, "Oh no, don't cry. Don't don't be sad." It's like, well, yes, cry. Yes, be sad. Like how else are you supposed to like cope? You know. I've seen in, I don't know how I've
1: seen this, but uh, there was a thing where raising a when parents new parents are raising their child, they uh, and their kid is like crying or throwing a tantrum or whatever. I've I've heard that the best way to deal with it is to just let them go on with it because if you forcefully tell them to just like stop, it's probably gonna get worse.
0: Yeah, because like there are times where like a kid is like angry or he throws a tantrum because he's not getting what he wants and like Mm -hmm. the parent they parents are taught being like yeah let let them cry let them throw their tantrum let them get it out but they have to learn the world like it the world doesn't work like that you're not going to get everything you want so yeah but what i want right now is uh is a 7-Eleven pizza, because I'm hungry. Lunchtime, and for lunchtime, I'm getting a pizza, yeah! Lunchtime! It's lunchtime! I'm hoping they'll let me do two pizzas. They might limit me to just one, for because it's like a special sale, but we'll see. But uh, some some trivia before we get into it. About Weekend at Benson's... Or no, that was the last episode. <laughs> that uh, was the last episode. Or no, two episodes two ago. Two episodes ago, yeah. Um, For Think Positive, at the 2012 Comic-Con, there was a panel where the regular show cast was uh, speaking on. Sam Marin, the voice actor for Benson, as well as Pops and Muscle Man, Sam Marin revealed that while recording this episode, specifically Benson's like rampage, he actually developed a migraine and lost his voice <laughs> from doing this scene, which is crazy. That's called dedication. I mean when you're when you're that into your craft, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This episode also reveals Benson's backstory and why he yells so much and why he has anger issues. Benson's mm. family also makes their debut in the episode through a flashback and are revealed to yell in anger just like Benson episode connections during his rant Benson refers to the episodes house rules temp check just set up the chairs and cool bikes I can't remember the specific lines he said but I know that he Benson yelled about uh paying someone else to do your job which is a reference to temp check and then also Mm -hmm. uh their Mordecai and Rigby are worried about looking cool over doing their job and that's cool bikes um I forgot what house rules and setup the chairs were, but you know. Uh, pop culture references. The fiery aura that surrounds Benson from his anger could be a reference to Dark Phoenix from the popular Phoenix saga from the X-Men comics. Goofs. When Benson was talking to Pops in his office, his headpiece slash hat is colored purple like the gumballs in his head at one point, And it is back to its normal red color when it's shown again. And in the scene where Benson turns into a massive fireball, Skips only has four fingers in each hand instead of five.
1: When you mentioned that uh, Benson having like a glowing aura around him and referenced Dragon Ball Z, I literally thought that was an actual thing that they thought of and they put that in because that was pretty. That that that's a pretty good spot.
0: True. Yeah, it is.
1: So, anyways, who in this episode was the protagonist? Definitely Benson. I also say Benson. So then, that goes into uh, who do you think the antagonist of this episode?
0: This is the first, and I think the only time where it has been Pops. Oh, really? Uh, well, because he kind of was the person that uh, was causing it. You could say that mm-hmm. Benson is also the antagonist. Well, mm, no, 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 no. Actually, yeah, I I say it's Pops. Uh,
1: okay, because in my I was, at first I was like thinking, oh yeah, it's probably Mordecai and Rigby because they're the one
0: causing Benson to yell at them, but... Well, th- that's that's how they always are. Um, yeah. And it wasn't a problem until Pops had to step in and kind of cause it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I see your point. So then how
1: many O's or hms did you count in this episode? There were zero O's and Hms. We almost counted one, but ultimately, but yeah. no. Any adult jokes that you spotted?
0: hos. Hose. 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 Right. And if you turn the hose on, it just squirts water. <laughs> right. Any iconic regular show moments? Benson's screaming
1: rampage. Yeah. I was going to say this entire episode, but that specific scene, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was crazy. And again, this scene will 100% make it into a lot of uh, compilations of regular show, <laughs> like best of Benson moments. Mm hmm. Uh, were there any Oh, sorry.
1: real-life music played during this episode? Nope, they're
0: not here. So then how would you rate this episode based on your memory? I gave this a 5. I have a, a big memory of this episode because of what happens. And then also, mm-hmm. um, I feel like walking away from this episode, a new watcher would probably remember it. Oh, yeah. me. I also feel...
1: The same way. I'd also give this a five. Even mm-hmm. back then, even before when I asked you how much you remember it, I obviously remember it. Yeah. Uh, so then would you say this is a skip or a must watch episode?
0: This is a must watch episode. Not only f- uh because it's good for Benson's character and like who he is, but also you need to watch that that iconic moment of him rampaging. It's priceless.
1: I really enjoyed Mordecai and Rigby's. Uh, roast of Benson because it was pretty funny. It was pretty clever, too.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: true. So then would you say this is a good or a bad episode? I thought this was a good episode. I also thought this
0: was a really good episode. Woohoo, We have not had a lot of uh, bad episodes recently. Hold on. Let me look through Hulu. Um, have we had a single bad episode in Season 3 so far? Or at least one that we thought was bad? Uh, looking through it, I wanna no. say
1: cruising I want say cruising was like at
0: the bottom of good uh so far, yeah, so far mm-hmm, yeah, um, but no, we have not had a single bad one, so that's that's pretty cool uh bet to be blind our episode
1: is pretty bad
0: uh, that's a good episode of regular show, but it's the worst episode <laughs> we've recorded by far. I'm gonna listen to it one one day during this week, <laughs> yeah. Uh but I'm scrolling through the rest of season 3 and this is a pretty solid season. It, it's the longest one so far. Um oh, yeah. actually it's the it is the longest season. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, 39 episodes. So we're not even ha- um, we're almost halfway there. Almost, but we still have so much more to go and we're so... here for it all. Yep. All right. So, um in the end uh, we, because there were no O's or Hums in this episode, we are still left with 89 O's and 49 Hums in regular show.
1: Ooh, I'm excited for the next, or uh, for episode 17. I won't say what it is just yet, but I mean, Ooh. if you, yeah, if you want to look ahead, you can. But that I, one is pretty special.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that we're going to have to do something special for it. We're going to have to do a special segment. We'll, we'll, find, we'll figure it out. I'm not sure if you guys could hear it, but it sounds like there's a warfare going on or like outside of my window. There's Good. like, it sounds like a helicopter outside. I know there's a, I know
1: there's planes driving by or flying by my place, but that's normal.
0: Yeah, it sounds like planes and stuff going on. I don't know what the. Okay, anyway, maybe I'll see what's happening when I go get my 7 <laughs> Eleven pizza. So, um, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. To this episode of the Excellent Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm Josh. And this has been season three, episode 14 of Regular Show. Did I get that right? Yes, I I got that right. Yes, I did. No, yeah, you got it. You did great. (laughs) And if you want to know what we are doing when we are not recording, you can follow us on our Twitter, which is at Excellent Pod. And if you want to see our group YouTube channel featuring me and Josh, as well as some other guest post that you've heard on the show you could check that out in the description of this episode it's called the schwam squad we have a lot of cool content that is being posted there as well so thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys in the next episode now get back to work